You're listening to a podcast from 702. The Literature Corner. It is a Thursday, so it is Literature Corner and Pumlani Bigoli, who I've had the joy of interviewing a few times, including at book festivals, has uh, published what I think, and Pumlani, do correct me here, is this your first novel? Yeah, it's my first novel, second book. It gets a bit confusing. <laughs> it has indeed. Uh, Born Freeloaders, a novel published by Picado Africa, which is only going to be available in October. But uh, your friends at uh, um, Pan Macmillan were kind enough to send me a copy earlier this week. And I, I, I immediately said, let's get this man on. <laughs> what is the general premise synopsis for the book? Uh, I, I keep saying uh, youth angst. And then my dad would be like, what's youth angst? And then I'll just say the angst of the youth. Um, but really, it's just about uh, explorations around, um, you know, uh, class race um, and and sort of proximities to, to, to different powers and, and trying to bust out the different sort of bubbles, especially for, for young people m- m- uh, moving through the spaces of, of young South Africa today, I guess. And and it is very much today, is it not? Um, born freeze because they are born post nineteen ninety four. Uh, freeloaders because they are born to parents who either have access to uh, immense power and money, therefore, and yeah. can go ahead and enjoy smoking weed during camp, <laughs> as opposed to as opposed to doing things um, that they that they need to do. Uh, yeah. This this will be seen and perceived also as a social commentary, surely on particularly those privileged in South Africa. And those do not only mean white people, by the way, anymore. Uh, there are a lot of black people and people of color who are privileged currently, who, quite frankly, are not are not enjoying the responsibility that comes with that privilege. Yeah, well, I think I think well, more more than anything, you know, it's uh, an exploration of like you know uh, almost an awkward hedonistic inertia that comes with 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 the kind of first generational uh, privilege that a lot of um, you know post apartheid young black South Africans, and when I say black, I mean Biko black, um, you know, uh, have uh, sort of grown up in um, and and actually in integrationist spaces, being the first. Um, almost the guinea pigs of of the you know a liberation that was sort of fought for and the fallout from there and how and how that that space is to be navigated by by you know sort of young south africans um especially the ones who are labeled born freeze you know um so i think the 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 idea more is self medication um which i think is, is is a huge thing for to explore throughout the entire country and we see young people bearing the brunt of most of it most of the time because it looks like they're not doing anything but it's something that you know is constant throughout throughout the country and so that's that's also you know the 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 role that i i, I well that was one of the things that i wanted to explore in the book um, talk to me about your writing process for this book compared to your previous book. And for those who don't know your work, perhaps just share a little bit about what your first book was about. Yeah. So my first book was uh, A Mouthful. Um, please don't hate me for the title, The Fatuous State of Severity. Um, and that was uh, an exploration around 
a, a mental illness more more than anything else if there was one sort of theme tying it all together and that came from from a very personal space of uh being in a psychiatric hospital um for a while and that was actually a pretty natural flow because what happened there was that I was I was told to journal my my stay there and and the journey that I'd been taking while while going under uh you know going through immense therapy and instead of doing that I just wrote a collection of short stories with this book um and the hardest part is trying to write one coherent consistent story um and and seeing if if it's threaded through so I was just super super lucky to have um, such a wonderful and supportive team at at Pan, and, um, and a really fantastic editor who actually understood the world, the world that I was trying to build, and the material around it. Um, so, yeah, it, it it was two it was two very uh, different processes. One was sort of kind of born and had this like natural kind of I don't know. Outpouring from me, whereas this one I had to sit down and I had to consider so many more things and and try and figure out different ways to make the story work and in and and formulate it into into one narrative. You ended in the most powerful of ways, and I don't think I'll, I'll be spoiling the plot for anyone who wants to pick up the book and read it. And please do. But your last line in the book is "We children without tongues." <laughs> that. <laughs> That 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 sits and 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 uh, granted, I only started reading the book on Monday, correct? So yeah. so I've only I've only had the last four days to to ponder and to I'm just, and to reflect. I'm on just stoked you went through it so fast. I was surprised with this. I'm talking to you today, Pumlani. Yeah, How I dare know. I not have read the book all the way until the end? When we're going to be in this literature corner, but but do do you find? Do you find that to be true of 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 what the majority of young people in South Africa right now that uh, there are children without tongues? Um, well, I, I I don't know if I could speak to the the, the majority, but there is a, a definite sort of degradation um, around language and, and and culture and sort of you know assimilation, um, especially when it comes to sort of uh, proximity towards. Uh, privilege, economic privilege and, and and power and all of that. So I think the the whole children without tongues concept um, actually was sort of born from another idea um, from uh, the Janissary uh, idea from from uh, the reluctant fundamentalist written by Mohsen Hamid, which speaks about these basically these young child soldiers who are almost deprived of memory and then uh, born into bloodlust and, and kill their own civilizations because they've had um, everything else uh, all their other memories erased and made more vicious for for the sort of uh, for the enemy so with the children without tongues I, I wanted to play with that a little bit and and so that that concept is still very I don't know uh, yeah, I think it's it's very much up to interpretation, and and I think it, it can still like sort of evolve and sit in anyone's mind, and they can sort of play around with it as much as they want to. 
Uh, indeed, um, and and of course, in this in this in this interview and sending your previous book, you use these amazing big words and concepts, and uh, really showcase how well read you are, which is a delight, by the way. It's not a criticism at all. Um, but I, I also want to make it very clear to the listener that the, the the book is is an easy read, not because you're a lazy writer, not at all, mm. but because you 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 write it in such a way that. Half the time, I felt like you were sitting in front of me and you were telling me the story. <laughs> yeah, I, I, that's something I've I've always wanted to do, and I I, I think I still am trying to get simpler. Um, is that I've, I've I've I want I want things to be sort of accessible, and I want I want people to be, to almost have like sort of universal experiences with with the characters to sort to sort of like uh, create some form of attachment. And so while it's you know, quite specific. Um, I try. I've been. I've been trying to make it as general and as accessible um, at the same time. And yeah, I want to learn how to write simpler. Um, so <laughs> that's that's actually a, a process, a journey that I'm embarking on myself. You said a moment ago, while it is quite specific, you want to make it as general as possible. Let's talk mm. about some of those specifics. Uh, it's mm. the inevitable question: How much of you and your <laughs> life is in this book? <laughs> Um, nothing I've, 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 I've ever written is untrue. Um, so yeah, I mean, of course the, I grew up in Pretoria, um, and, and I, I grew up with, with sort of proximities. And I think the cool thing, um, with fiction of writing fiction is kind of getting to tailor your memories either the way you wanted them to be or getting to sort of live in moments and, and explore or try and explore them further, you know. So um, it's de- it's definitely not autobiographical in any sense, but it uh, but it is inspired by by um, the town that I lived in, um, by the city that I lived in, and and the different spaces in that city that I was uh, that I was allowed to occupy, and you know, and and very much exaggerated <laughs> in different forms. But yeah, it, it's. Uh, yeah, there's 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 a lot of me in it because of the because of the the ideas that is it's exploring. Let me ask a different question then. Uh, <laughs> Priscilla is one of the characters you write here, and you don't yeah. write Priscilla very positively. <laughs> she 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 is definitely the quintessential uh, girl born into privilege who thinks she can do whatever the hell that she wants, and uh, really d- completely disregards whatever consequences of her actions and decisions would be. So is anyone going to come and say, is that me? And are they not going to throw you with a hot potato or something because you've written them in that manner? Uh, no, definitely. There's n- there's no character that anyone can, can come, come to me and say, is that me? I've, ju- I've made that. Whew, I, I worked very hard on that one. But I don't know. I, I tried to be... Um, as empathetic, I, I was trying to be empathetic with, with Priscilla, but through the lens of others, she, she, she becomes this sort of, um, you know, very, she, she's quite, she can be vilified quite easily through the lens of others. But it's again, trying to play with those, those, those small socioeconomic differences that sort of, uh, get more pronounced in, in different school settings and, and also, you know, hearing the rumors of, of people's dysfunctions at home and, and all of that. So, um, 
I mean, definitely there's people Priscilla is based on, but <laughs> no one person um, has has her entire story. <laughs> well, make sure you make you have this recording available so that you can play it back to anyone who accuses you of writing them. It is the Literature Corner this Thursday morning. My guest is Pumlani Pikoli, uh, authored his very first novel, Born Freeloaders, uh, published by Picador Africa. Um, after the break, we'll, I suppose, drill down into the, uh, the essential characters in the book, Polani and Tabiseng, who are, are siblings, um, brought into this world in very different ways and living it out in Definitely divergent ways in many ways. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll get to understand Tabiseng and Golani and what their uh, challenges and opportunities are in the book after this. Uh, this November, Discovery and 947 are making uh, moving on a bike fun, easy and feel good for everyone. Whoever you are and whatever you move, uh, there's an event you can enter at the Discovery 947 Ride Joburg. Team Vitality cycling members get amazing offers and exclusive discounts, including 50% cash back on main ride entries, preferential starting times, VIP Team Vitality hospitality, as well as premium uh, premium gear with over a grand made by the official Tour de France uh, merchandiser. So join Team Vitality Cycling now. Enter Discovery 947 Ride Joburg on 947ridejoburg.co.za. Hosted by the City of Joburg. The Literature Corner. With my guest and author Pumlani Bigoli, he's authored his first novel, Born Freeloaders, published by Picador uh, Africa. Um, Pumlani, I really got a sense that uh, Kolani and Tabiseng are obviously siblings, as you've you've written them. There could be, uh, you know, two sides of the same coin. Quite frankly, Tabiseng is very well put together. One would argue knows very well what her purpose and function and what she wants to do. Even the destructive things that she participates in, she goes into it knowing full well what she's doing and what the consequences of those might be. Kolani, on the other hand, tends to be more searching, more looking, more um, reactive to things that are happening to him because there is this great sort of question, I suppose, that still needs to be answered. And I don't want to spoil that um, for, for, for your readers. Would that be a fair representation of those two characters? Um, yeah, well, I think the, the reason why Ntabi Singh comes, comes across as a little bit more put together and, and, and self-assured is simply because she, uh, I don't think she, I think she has sort of, uh, she doesn't acknowledge any barriers around her, you know? So she, the way that she moves through, through, through the world and the way that she occupies space, um, is, is sort of really sort of whimsical and she takes, um, a lot of, you know, what she's given kind of for granted and doesn't necessarily have to, um, interrogate why she gets what she does. Whereas I think Olani has, um, you know, some form of survivor's guilt that he's trying to work through, but I don't think he knows that <laughs> it's survivor's guilt, guilt at this stage. And I, and I mean that in a, in a broad sense of, um, an almost uh, communal underpinning um, of 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 uh, responsibility and all of that that he that he feels like he's missing. You get a sense with Ntabi saying that she, while alert to the fact that society is expecting her to take a side, for mm. lack of a better phrasing, that she doesn't want to conform to that. Mm. She doesn't want to. She doesn't want to be told basically what to do or what not to do. 
Mm. Yeah, I think that was that was that was the, the the really fun part. I think for Ntabi saying is her her ability to occupy you know, sort of dual realities without having to um, without necessarily um, finding herself too pressured into uh, being on on one side or the other. Um, and I think that sort of extends her her character into into being allowed and, and actually just given room um almost in any any space she sort of occupies which i think um yeah it's a little bit more fun fun for her um because 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 then she gets to sort of see have a a very different outlook to to the pressurized ideas that Kolani is like sort of built around himself and which kind of isolates him from from experiencing a lot of the world Indulge me a stupid question, if you will. <laughs> Who did you enjoy writing more, Kolani or Ntabiseng? <laughs> huh. Um, I can't, I, I don't think I can say right now. I think I, I really enjoyed Ntabiseng, um, because, because of her, her ability to, to like float around the world rather seamlessly and, and be able to navigate it so, so nicely. But I really, in, in play, really enjoyed playing around with, uh, Kolani's angst and, you know, some of, uh, uh, his, uh, his idiosyncrasies of, you know, just like putting, he, 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 I think often, puts way too much pressure or expectation on himself and then is kind of bleak when he doesn't reach it but he doesn't understand that he's actually doing quite quite a lot and so i i, I actually i can't again okay, saying. <laughs> <laughs> what i enjoyed about the book very much is that its complexity was in its simplicity yeah. uh you 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 introduce us to to characters uh with 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 complexities themselves but do so in such a way that is accessible um i am much much older than the characters that you have written and i've <laughs> I'm, I'm still trying to understand that generation in all fairness and mm. this has taken me a step closer to trying to understand what goes into their minds because you're reflecting them you're not judging them in any way you're not even inviting the reader to to pass judgment on them mm. but rather to understand what it is that they're going through so thank you for taking me into the world of um, a generation i understand very little about <laughs> um that's born freeloaders um title uh, the title of the book authored by pumlani uh, bigoli published by picador africa it's not on the bookshelves yet when is it going to be on the bookshelves uh first of october it hits bookshelves um but you can you can pressurize my uh my my publishers by by hashtagging it <laughs> <laughs> Hashtagging uh, Born Freeloaders Born Freeloaders And tell them to release it early Release it early <laughs> I tell you um, At the book of the book It says that you are currently working On a multi-sensory exhibition With the British Council in South Africa Based on your first book uh, mm. The Fatuous State of Severity Tell us about that yeah, so, uh, essentially it's, uh, it's, it's the idea of, um, getting people to sort of occupy the, the, the universe that I had created in, in my first book, which is a different collection of short stories. So what we're, what I'm doing is I'm working, we're collaborating with a number of artists, um, in, in different mediums to try and bring that world alive and allow people to, to actually 
um, you know, occupy the space physically, um, hopefully adding more to the experience than taking away from what people have 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 read and enjoyed about the book, um, and and also sort of from the multimedia uh, angle of the that entire project. Fantastic! Can't wait to see it. Thank you very much, Pumlani, for joining us in our literature corner this morning. Thanks so much. Pumlani Pikoli, author of Born Free Loaders, a novel published by Picador Africa, available at new bookshelves on the 1st of October. Otherwise, if you hashtag Born Free Loaders, who knows, it might be released a little bit earlier than that.